being burdened with being glamorous and sexual. Beauty and femininity are ageless and can't be contrived. And glamour, although the manufacturers won't like this, cannot be manufactured. Not real glamour. It's based on femininity. Marilyn Monroe. A lot of times I feel deeply misunderstood. A lot of times I feel like it's so hard to hold my truth and be accepted. But at the end of the day, I know I can hold it all. Chapter 14, The Marilyn Monroe Effect I didn't just wake up one day and decide I was going to be this bold, unapologetic, magnetic queen, although some days that's how it feels. One swipe to my Instagram profile and you will see half-naked pictures, lots of pink, bold statements about getting rich as fuck, and having high standards. And of course... Red lipstick, always applied. I've noticed the more I pour into my magnetism and femininity, the more attention I get. I've never been one for attention, truly. I don't like being the center of it. But the more I've learned to turn on and flaunt it, the more I love receiving genuine compliments. Something felt like it shifted overnight. When I fully allowed my feminine energy to flow through into the world, I began getting so much attention. Trust me, I secretly eat up the you look like Marilyn Monroe or the are you a celebrity compliments. I mean, as every woman should. Every woman has a natural magnetism about her, a natural beauty that is so potent, unique, and electric. It's just up to us to unleash this and allow ourselves to be seen in it without comparing ourselves to another woman's beauty. We've been so trained not to take compliments, to push them away, to degrade ourselves. Take the compliments, babe. They're true. And give them. When you noticed something beautiful about a woman, let her know. These little gestures can make someone's entire day better. But not all attention has been good. Boy, do I get judged sometimes. I still have a small audience, and being seen has always been something I hid from. But the more I allow myself to be out there, and the more my audience grows, the more I have to hold the energy of not always being understood. I've been told I'm materialistic and that I have no heart. I've been told that all I want is a rich man. I've been told that I'm a slut for posting half-naked pictures on the internet and have gotten countless messages from men telling me to start an OnlyFans account. And the biggest one I hear, I am too much, I'm too intimidating, I dream too big, I want too many things. But what I've learned over the years of pouring my truth out there and vulnerably sharing my life is none of these comments have anything to do with me. It's simply a reflection of what other people see in themselves. 
things they haven't healed, or things they feel like they'll never get to be. I am a mirror for people to see what they need to clean up within themselves. If only they knew the amount of work it took to become this version of me, feminine, powerful, luxurious, and flirty. This look did not happen by accident. I used to be this girl who was so afraid of the world. I reacted to what life was throwing at me. I had no control over my life. I led with little to no power, and most of the time I acted as a victim to my circumstances. It was easier for me to hide and blend in than stand out. It was easier for me to commiserate with other people in problems with our lives than to create my own. I was predictable, and my life was predictable. The Chanel red lipstick I wear has become such a daily staple that even strangers I pass in the building will ask why I'm not wearing it. But this was something I had to step into. The red bottom heels I purchased were something I had to be brave enough to do. It's something I had to work hard for, and I've also had to learn to walk in them. Definitely went through a few face-planting moments. The weekly blowouts that give me an old Hollywood vibe was something I had to give myself permission to do. And the half-naked photos on the internet was something inside of me I had to heal so deeply. I had to release generations of wounding around women's bodies and sexuality. All of this was curated from me allowing myself to take up space and be fully in my femininity. I didn't start this because I thought the red lipstick would give me more attention or naked pictures would win men over. In fact, very much the opposite. I was the girl who used to be afraid to wear any lipstick because I didn't want people to judge me or see me. I was the girl who shopped for the cheapest shoes she could find, and designer labels were not even in my vocabulary. I had no idea what red bottoms were until I began buying them. I was the girl who didn't dare show off her body, as she didn't want to be seen. She felt fat, insecure, and unconfident. I was the girl who really had no idea who she even was. I was my parents' daughter. I was raised to be a certain way, to make a certain lifestyle for myself, and to act in a certain way in relationships, none of which my parents consciously imposed on me but it was a subconscious programming. I don't even recognize the girl I used to be anymore. She is worlds different to the woman I am today, but I love her and honor her and respect the amount of growth and pain she had to move through to get me here. So how did I invent this version of me to become sex goddess, flirty as fuck, luxury queen who makes men swoon over me Or maybe it's me doing the swooning. (laughs) I truly love men. It was all curated with a little something I like to call feminine magic. Or, as some call it, the Marilyn Monroe effect. And it all began with romancing myself and dreaming big. Did you know that when a woman falls in love, they are extremely magnetic? The body releases oxytocin and endorphins, aka the love drugs, into the body, and it feels like we're walking on air. 
when we're falling in love and being romanced and lusted over, life looks different. Things that once felt like such a bother are now just little bumps in the road. We dream about what this relationship could turn into. We even make experiences more romantic. How often do we think about having a sunset picnic when we're single? But when we're falling in love, simple ideas become so romantic and pleasurable. After my recent dating disasters, I've decided I had put too much emphasis on dating, that I'm letting it take a back seat for now. I'm letting men come to me, and in the meantime, I will be swooning and gushing over the flowers I buy for myself and the sunsets I watch alone. For most of us, when we decide to stop dating, we start going back into boredom and lack around love. This can also happen when we're in a long-term relationship. The honeymoon stage wears off, and we just kind of become roommates with our partners. But for me, this pause in dating means I get to romance myself extra and calibrate to higher levels of magnetism, flirtation, and my power. We can experience oxytocin and endorphins at any time. We don't need a new relationship to feel like we're falling in love. So here is the Emily Perfected formula to fully live in the energy of romance and magnetism. First, you need a look, babe. The red heart-shaped sunglasses paired with my Gucci chain and diamond ring didn't just happen by mistake. I select things to wear that make me feel good and look a certain way. I know that when I walk into a room, I will be the one standing out. When I started to really find myself, the old Hollywood vibe just seemed like who I was as my highest self. I would spend evenings watching old Marilyn Monroe and Doris Day movies while sipping a glass of red wine and eating chocolates I selected from the chocolatier. It just felt like a part of me. I would say my style is modern, classy, yet a hint of vintage look. In fact, the Marilyn Monroe hairstyle I now rock was never something I tried to do. I went in to cut my hair short one day at the salon in 2022, and it was like the hairstylist could see my future self. From that moment, people started calling me Marilyn. To be honest, I always admired Marilyn, but I was never obsessed. I didn't really know much about her until I got told so many times that I looked like her that I started doing some light research. I ran with it. The red lipstick was something I began wearing to get out of my comfort zone because I was so self-conscious of people staring at me. And flirty dresses were something I always wanted to wear, but felt like I was too much in. So I unleashed it all. I started letting myself be too much. And of course, as I evolve, so does my style. Here are my best tips for finding your dream style. Now, I can't take credit for this particular idea. I think I heard it from a friend who heard it from TikTok, but I think it's a fantastic idea. First, choose three to five words you really resonate with. Words like bold, sexy, flirty, classic, relaxed, sophisticated, etc. 
Now, when you shop, try to piece together an outfit that holds these words. Next, get rid of anything in your closet that doesn't resonate with you anymore. I'm also talking about these holy panties you keep wearing. Toss them. If what you're wearing on your body doesn't turn you on, it doesn't belong in your closet. It goes to the donate pile. After this, make Pinterest boards. This helps me really envision the energy of who I'm becoming. I make boards based off of aesthetics, colors, fashion, travel. I add anything that looks like it could be on brand. And the last thing to remember, we all have a brand. Whether or not we are influencers or coaches or own a business, who we are is a brand. You'll start to notice people will say, this is so you. It's because they can see who you are and the way you present yourself. They can feel you. And another last thing to remember, don't be afraid to take up fucking space. Be extra as you want to be. Stop limiting yourself with, I can't wear something like that, or that's just not me. Try it on. I didn't know I liked the feel of Christian Louboutins until I put those babies on my feet. When I bought my first pair, I looked like a T-Rex in heels. But I let those shoes teach me a lot of things. And sure, I face-planted one too many times in them, but at least I was wearing red bottoms as I did it. Now, the second thing we need to accomplish here, we have the brand style, but do we have the on-brand life? This one was hard for me in the beginning for two reasons. One, I used the excuse I was always too broke and afraid to spend the money. And two, I was actually just afraid to do anything alone. We have to get over both of those things. You're not broke. You're just prioritizing where you spend money. And that priority should be on yourself. We can't make more money from an empty glass. And if you can't do anything alone, it means you're struggling with codependency, which is not the vibe. So here is what we're going to do. We are going to start creating moments. I started small, of course, and then ended up creating big moments like spending a weekend in the Four Seasons King Suite ordering champagne and room service with Finley, and the month-long trips to Hawaii. But before I could do all of that, a lot of simple moments were created. In fact, these more simple moments are the majority of my life anyway. Instead of eating breakfast in a rush in my home, I might opt to grab a romance novel and eat breakfast at a cafe. Instead of rushing through my morning routine, I slip on a pink silk robe and carefully do my makeup while listening to Frank Sinatra with a candle lit. Instead of turning on Netflix and drowning my week out, I might go for a sunset walk or watch the sunset from a park on a little picnic blanket with some country music. It's all about creating experiences for yourself. These experiences make us feel something. It changes our mood, our body chemistry, and before we know it, we're falling in love with life and ourselves. Of course, the objective here is to make this a regular, normal lifestyle. 
and before you know it, you'll end up living your dream life. I swear I give so much of my manifesting the luxury dream life to creating little moments like these and letting them build to bigger and bigger experiences. And now, number three, which is the most important, set higher standards. We cannot expect to catch an exotic fish while we're fishing in a koi pond. The men or women you date have to increase in caliper. The way you think about money has to shift and raise. The way you take care of your body, your mind has to change. Even the friendships you have may have to shift. Who and what we surround ourselves with is what we blend into. We did not come on this planet to settle. I know if you're listening to this, there is a piece of you who knows you were meant for big things. Increasing my standards in the beginning looked like less nights getting drunk and partying and more nights spent alone. It looked like focusing on my body and my mindset. It looked like investing my money in self-growth instead of material things. And then, of course, material things. I went all in to the version of me that I am now. And now I'm going in to the future version of me that I'm creating. So a beautiful reminder, you get to be anything you want to be. You can do anything you want to do. There are no limits of what you can create. You are pure magic living in woman form. Go after what you want and settle for nothing less. People will judge you. People will say you're doing it all wrong. That's when we ask ourselves, do we really want to take advice from someone who is not living what we want to be living? No, we do not. This life is for you, babe. We get to create each moment of it. Mine as well fall deliciously in love with the journey. It doesn't matter what the big dream is for you. Once you have it, it won't really change anything. You change you. You know, I used to think I was swooning over all of these men that I was dating. But in reality, I was swooning over myself. I was so in the energy of romance and pleasure that I was actually just falling in love with that version of me. So remember, whatever the dream, it won't change anything if you're not changing yourself. Fall in love with life now. Romanticize the hell out of it. Be extra, turn it on, and show up for yourself. You're worthy of it. You deserve good things. Let yourself have it all. Chapter 14 has to be one of my favorite chapters because it really talks about what I have gone through in life and how I have been able to transmute all of these limiting beliefs and insecurities to confidence and really extract pleasure from life. Life fuels me and fills me. And I feel so magnetic in it sometimes. And trust me, I can lose that. I can lose myself a little bit and get caught up in my head and get caught up in ego. But when I come back and I remind myself that I am magnetic, 
that life is so filled with miracles and romance, I feel like a queen again. And if you're someone listening right now that really desires to unleash your magnetism and unleash your power and all of this talk about the Marilyn Monroe effect and men swooning over you and flirting with life is turning you on right now, Little Miss Magnetic is the best bundle that you could hop into to change all of this to really unleash the version of you who takes up space, to unleash the version of you who's unapologetic, and to become magnetic AF. I'm going to leave the link for the bundle below, or you can join Laveau, which is a 12-month transformational package of my best courses, a year with me, Every month, a new course gets released, and it's a really beautiful way to transform in all areas from dating to romance to magnetism, feminine energy, the body, business, money. We have courses on absolutely everything, so you can take a look. I'll link both of those for you below, and I'll catch you in the next chapter.